welcome to livealittlehigher.com. This week we continue learning the book of Hobos Halevavot, and we're in chapter of the, uh, the Gate of Self-Accounting, chapter three of the second book. And today the, 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 the Rabbi Pakuda, he says that one should reckon with himself that the Creator watches over his outer and inner life, observes him and remembers all his deeds, and he th- his thoughts that occur to him, both good and bad. So what he's saying is that Hashem knows us inside out and outside in. He knows everything that's going on in our life. This is something very humbling to, to think that our creator who has created the world manages every little aspect of this world. Every person he takes into account and he's looking after every person. He knows everything about every person. It's humbling that something so, so infinite, a being that is so infinite is worried with such little things. So he should therefore always be in awe of God. We should always have reverence of, of Hashem and endeavor to improve his outer and inner life for God may he be exalted. So just to think about this, we should always try and strive to be better, to, to grow. And it says that let him draw the following analogy. If someone was observing him and always watching his movements, if you have someone that follows you all day round and he's always looking what you do, then, uh, then would it be prudent for him to do anything offensive to this individual? Like, would you do anything wrong to this person if he's always looking at, at you? He knows everything about you. So obviously we would not do anything to this person. If this man had done him a favor or kindness, still less if the man was his master. So if, if a person is looking after you, if this person does goodness to you, and if this person is your boss, in today's terms, obviously we would behave very well. So now when it is his creator who watches over him, we have to think it's God is watching us over us all the time. You know, in the olden days, it was hard to connect to this concept that it says in the Mishnah, there's an eye that sees, an ear that hears, and everything's recorded in a book. This was the sages used to ponder on this Mishnah. They couldn't understand what it meant. But today, in today's age, you have cameras everywhere. So if a person does something wrong, he's already in a camera. It's being watched. It's being seen by the whole world. It's being recorded. So imagine if we can do it in our lifetime with the technology that we have access to. Imagine how much more our infinite God that sees everything, hears everything, and records everything in a little book, in a book. So, so the creator who watches over him, how much greater is his obligation to be abashed and ashamed before him, to be careful not to defy him, to hasten to his service and win his favor and love. So furthermore, Rabbi Pakula says, we all know that when he, we prepare to meet our king, high officials or distinguished contemporaries, like if you live in a city where there's a royalty, where there's a king or a queen, and you're gonna go and meet them, obviously you would dress your best garb, you would dress with your best clothes, or you would go and buy the most beautiful dress to go and meet the king or his officials. As it says, for it is improper to enter the king's gate wearing sackcloth. And this is in Megillat Esther. And, um, and it says that 
when you're gonna see a king, you have to dress properly. And when we learn also from, from Bereshit, that when Joseph was taken out of prison, the first thing they did to him was they took him, they gave him a bath, they cut his hair, and he, they garbed him in beautiful clothes to go and meet Pharaoh. So similarly, we should adorn ourselves before God with his service, outwardly, inwardly, since he observes us on both levels. In, in, in Kabbalah, in Hasidut, it teaches that the soul is dressed, um, the garments of the soul are thought, speech, and action. And this is what he's referring here, that our thoughts, our speech, and our actions should be dressed in, in, a, in a saintly way, in a godly way. And equally, uh, he observes us on both levels, equally and continuously. Imagine that our rulers would sing to our innermost thoughts just as they observe our external physical appearance. Imagine that if you go to the Queen of England, she sees only the garb that you're wearing, only what's outside. She cannot see what is inside of you. But if she could see what you were thinking, what you, were, you speak, what you say, how you behave, then you would act in a very different way. So have you not observed that the majority of those who occupy themselves with the study and teachings of various fields of knowledge have not other motives than to aggrandize themselves with kings? The same applies to adherents in many matters of law, for the people are subject to the law of their king. So we see... When people need favors from the king, they, they behave in a certain manner. So in regard to the king of kings, the almighty, may he be exalted. It is all the more fitting, it's an obligation. It's all the greater to adorn ourselves with his service. In thought, in speech, and in action, in our innermost thoughts, in our hearts, and with our limbs, since we, he watches over these, observing, observing them continuously. You can, ha you can run but you can't hide. You can run, but you can hide. Hashem knows exactly where you are. He knows exactly what you're doing. He knows exactly what you're gonna do. He knows exactly what you are. We have to work on having a pure heart. We have to work that our, our thoughts, our speech and our actions are really sincere and are devoted to Hashem. Every day I meet other people, I see how hard this is. How hard it is, like people, they're all in the same places, problems with this one, problems with that one. They fight amongst family members. It's crazy. If we would take that ego away, we would put it in a closet and lock it behind the, I don't know how many locks, and we would allow our godly neshama to come out, our spark, and act in a godly manner, we wouldn't have all these craziness going around in the world because all this war, everything that happens is really a reflection of us. And to be able to have a peaceful world, it has to start with us. It has to start with our inner peace. And people have to start working on that. And you know what? If you're not right and that, if you're right and that person's not right and you know you're right, but it's gonna create World War III, who cares who's right? Who cares who's right? Let's have peace for the sake of, of shalom, for the sake of heaven, for the sake of God. Hashem wants peace. Hashem doesn't want war. Hashem wants peace. So we see that he's continuously looking after us. He knows exactly where we are. As it says in Yirmiyahu, I got search the heart and test the mind. He searches the heart and he tests the mind. So when you're putting through a test, 
He knows exactly who you are. He knows exactly what you're gonna do. Why does he put you through a test? Why do you have to have a challenge with your, your sister-in-law or with your mother or with your, the teacher of your child? Why? Why? Because you have to know where you stand. Hashem knows where you are, but you don't know where you are. And so everything that happens to you, every relationship, every encounter, everything that goes around in your life is really Hashem helping you look inside. And so as it says in Mishlei, the eyes of God are everywhere watching the bad and the good. And as Zachariah says, the eyes of God ranging over all the earth. He's everywhere. On fearing the Creator, scrutiny scripture says, do not rush into your speech, nor let your heart be hasty to utter a word before God, for God is in heaven and you are on earth. And uh, this is in Kohelet. And Tehillim says, God looks down from heaven upon human beings. So he's very clear. Uh, he, Hashem is not hiding. Hashem didn't go away from the world. He's very much in, immersed in it, very much aware of everything that's going on. And so when the believer ponders this point repeatedly and reckons with himself regularly in this regard, Hashem, may he be exalted, will be with him in, the, in his consciousness. So when a person works on his heart, on his pure heart, he's constantly working on correcting his thoughts, his speech, his action, he's working for this, and he, he knows that Hashem is watching over him, then Hashem will help him in his consciousness. He will help him choose the right thing. And he will see him with his mind's eye. He will always be in awe of Hashem and engage in exalting him. And he will contemplate his works and study his deeds in the government of his creatures, which testify to his greatness, glory, wisdom, and power. If he continues in this course, the Creator will re relieve him of his sorrow and quiet his heart of its fear. So if a person really works on himself, works on being pure-hearted, uh, humble, being a, a, an Evet Hashem, a servant of God, a person that comes to this world to do what Hashem wants him to do. Simple. It's simple. When a person lives in such a way, with the knowledge that Hashem is always there, then Hashem, it says here that Hashem will take away the sorrow and he, will, and he will give peace to his heart. And God will open to him the gates leading to the knowledge of him and reveal to him mysteries of his wisdom. God will oversee his guidance and regimen and not leave him to his own devices and faculties. As it says, God is my shepherd, I lack, I lack nothing. And so this is, this is what Rabbi Pakuda is teaching us today. And he finished up saying, Happy is the man who listens to me eagerly at my gates every day, waiting my, by the post of my doors. For he who finds me finds life and finds favors before God. And so this is what it is. We have to walk with Hashem every week when I make my challah. And, um, and I, I do meditations while I'm putting the yeast and I'm putting the sugar and then the oil and have different meditations. But when I put the yeast, the last package of yeast, I say, Hashem, I know, I know that you're with me, but don't let me forget that. Help me know all the time that you're with me. You're in front of me, you're behind me, you're at my side, you're pushing me, you're stopping me, you're making me jump higher. 
you're always there. Don't let me forget that. So I wish you a blessed week and remember, live a little higher. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.